Hello and welcome to the Impact Podcast from us at Impact Wales. We're Finn and Jane and every week we'll be bringing you lots of discussion, comments and opinion on everything research and education. We'll be talking professional learning, what's happening in the education world and everything in between to help you make a difference in your school. Hello Jane. Hello Finn, here we are on episode 83. Look, no, 83. 83. 83. So how are you? Uh, well, when we're recording this... In, a week in advance yeah mid high peak um hay fever season <laughs> so i think we're both struggling just a little bit with the with i the have never had hay fever as bad uh, as this yeah, i feel yeah. absolutely dreadful but there you are that's life and i'm we'll sure lots on. of you listening are in the same position yeah. as us so let's hope by the time that this actually goes out that hay fever has gone. season has gone a little bit but <laughs> there we go thank you no more may so <laughs> We're just going to talk about what it is we're actually talking about today, and then we'll do our usual preamble before we do that. Is we've called this podcast as uh, "Are We Really There Yet?" and we're going to focus on this September 2022 deadline for curriculum for Wales. We're going to talk about that a little bit and talk about, you know, what's happened in the lead up to that, all over the place. You know the different uh, things that have been impacted like how people work how people access professional learning that kind of thing um but really this is just an opportunity for us to kind of pull lots of things together it's a bit of a, a magazine well we're, ha- we're having a bit of a well-being focus this half term as well yeah. so i think it is this is um part of that it's us just being able to talk around some of the issues mm. that are there and I, th- and I just had a little giggle to myself then when he said about oh we need you there yet yeah, because I just had memories that you know we're talking about a journey towards September oh, yeah, I just yeah. had memories of the children sitting in the back of the car going are we there yet are we there yet and it feels like that doesn't it because we've asked that question yeah. a number of times yeah. but we are oh, nearly there we are nearly we there, are in nearly one there. Sense. Yeah, yeah well we'll talk about that in a minute so before we get into the meat of the um the podcast today let's just uh, remind people of a couple of things the first thing that i want to remind people of is we've put a new resource on impact plus um in the last well, few it's a follow-up resource isn't it, it because is. it's part of the grammar season mm. yes grammar two this is the second in our grammar season the first one was about identifying what's wrong or what needs to be developed in in pupils yeah. writing um, using grammar and this second one is all about sentences so if you've got pupils who are uh, um, using run-on sentence or fragments of sentence or they're not using complex sentences as effectively mm. as they could do and they're not controlling their language through the use of the sentence this is for you so go in uh, and have a look if you remember on impact plus but there's also some really useful resources in the workbook that goes with that yes. there's the, the terminology list the grammar yeah list and which everyone lot, can and there's access lots of different strategies as well so yeah so go and well have a look it. at that there's the film there's the digital workbook and yeah. there's the terminology glossary that goes with it so that's our kind of plug for today so what have we been doing over the last few days well it, it's been quite an interesting week isn't it isn't it because we've we've both been doing separate projects and hopefully yeah. some of those are beginning to come to the end so we, yeah. i just feel that just be able to take a bit of a breath if you've listened to previous podcasts you know where we're going with that um but we've also been taking some bookings into 20, 2023 i've got no space in my diary to put that one no do you know i think it wasn't it june 2020 it was it wow. was it just blew my mind a little bit which is really <laughs> exciting so autumn term is filling up nicely yeah and then obviously spring term is filling up nicely so <laughs> into the yeah, summer it as is, well isn't it which is great yeah do you know when you when you just said that we're doing two separate contracts we're doing separate yeah. contracts i was like really are yeah, we yeah <laughs> yes we are 
and the doctors yeah okay so we, we finished we, we we signed one off this week yes yes professional yeah, learning resources that's signed off that's great and then we've got a couple bubbling around in the background which is we've also interestingly i've noticed some of the work that we're doing especially with the clusters who are doing assessment yeah. is that that's leaching very much into progression is we're yes. doing much more work yeah. with progression because obviously that's what you assess is the progression that, that that's happening a lot more but i think we've we've picked up a couple of other clusters as well mm. which is great but it does seem to be that schools are working more as clusters into 2022 mm. which you know is a is a is a really positive step yeah. providing they can find the time yeah to give it justice yeah to do it. getting together is yeah, hard sometimes it is. isn't it but, yeah, and, and, I, and I've, I really like those sessions as well because I think we yeah. get a, because we can have that hybrid of face to face and remote and that well, combination. In the past, thinking about it, because I know that we have done it in the past where you get um, a very large secondary school and you get all of the staff in one yeah. hall to do the session. But if you think about what it would take to get all of the primary staff and secondary yeah. staff all together to do the same training session together how difficult that would have been in the past yeah Yeah. I mean because you're talking in some cases you know four four five hundred people all in the same room that's and you know how problematic that would be in terms of feedback and stuff but it's so much more doable now but um interestingly we're we're seeing a resurgence of interest in the 12 pedagogical (laughs) principles as well we are which is yeah I was just looking at it was like um, a step back and looking at that again wasn't it yeah yeah it is but obviously you know we know that the quality of teaching and learning is more focused on what you do with pedagogy than it is with what you do with with curriculum so yeah it was a bit of a challenge for today because we were sitting in the office at the beginning of the week obviously this is coming out the following week and we just looked at the diary and thought, oh, we better record a podcast because we're so busy at the beginning of next week we can't do it you actually messaged me went Oh my God, Finn, we've forgotten. Yeah. We need to we do need this. To do it. Like, where yeah. can we squeeze one in? So apologies if, if it's a little bit of a ramble today. Yeah. But I think sometimes we like a ramble. Yeah, yeah. Because who knows where we're going to end up. But finding a, a specific topic and a theme. Yeah. But I know we're having a well-being focus this yeah. week. And I know a podcast that came out this morning when we're recording this. Yes, with yes. Hayley. Yeah, um, Dr. Hayley Dr. Lewis. Dr. Hayley Lewis. Hopefully that's gone down yeah. a storm. Yeah. Well, from what I've seen on the numbers so far, it was, yeah. Because she's got some really practical actions and tasks and strategies that that schools can use. So given our struggle to come up with a theme for today's podcast, I think it's apt that um, really focused on this idea of getting closer towards this deadline, reaching this kind of quote unquote end point Mm. and what that means for everybody that... I, I I think everybody's really, really tired yeah. and needs the six weeks of the summer to feel a little bit more rejuvenated. But I also wonder if um, that rejuvenation is not going to really come in the way that it might have come in previous years, because we have a level of tiredness that has you know reached a level that yeah. we haven't seen before. I, I think it's going to take normally it takes a week or two to mm. switch off and then relax, I yeah. think we're going to be well into August before people are are beginning to relax. I know our colleagues up in Scotland, they're heading towards their end of term fairly sharp. It's either this week or next week, isn't it? So I know they're that little bit ahead of us because I know some of the bookies Mm. that we've been putting in the diary, we're working in August, but with schools in Scotland. Yes. So it's, it's, yeah, I was, yeah, that, that's going to be. Um, so I think it's going to take a while. Interesting. You know what it's like back, back in school. Traditionally, 
yeah, you have a week or two off, you switch off, mm. but you use some of those six weeks to start preparing for September. We, I think we need to be really mindful that, you know, as a profession, everyone is really, really tired. As a profession, everyone is really, really tired. We need those six weeks off to completely recharge and coming back in September. So in a way, we, we just need to make sure that we're not on burnout yeah. coming back in September. Yes, indeed. And I think that a lot of what we're going to talk about today reflects this this kind of limping towards yeah. the end. You know, this this That's idea of like, this, isn't it? Yeah, I, this idea of like the end point, the finish line is is September 2022. And I have noticed particularly, and I think it's a real it's a real issue for teachers is that Twitter has changed dramatically. Mm. Twitter is a very, very different place now to what it was like pre-March of 2020, but also say the summer, June of 2020, because Twitter pre the onset of COVID was a place where teachers would go to have a professional discussion about a particular idea or a particular concept or a particular strategy that they wanted to use in their classroom. It would be where you could access direct contact with researchers but it was also a place where you could actually uh, pick up um, strategies and tools that might need further explanation there were people sharing their ideas or what they'd done in their classroom there were you know um, here's a resource I use I mean you know you have to yeah. take it with a pinch of salt but there was a lot of very um, open discussion yeah. about things I mean at times a little bit too open maybe there was some you know as with any social media platform, there was um, a um, a freedom to maybe be a little bit cruel sometimes, but it was on the whole a very open, clear, yeah. interesting, but also useful place to be. Mm. Now, Twitter now is there's very little interaction. Yeah, it yeah. seems to be, and this is this is our kind of assumption because we don't know for sure but you know tell us if you're on twitter let us know is this how you are using it is that we still see a lot of likes and the occasional retweets um but there's no conversation there's nothing more yeah. than that it just feels like people are just too tired passive. yeah you can you can passive. watch it you can look at it yeah you can read it yeah but you don't have to do anything with it and i think people are just so tired yeah to doing stuff you yeah. just can't do anymore it's Absolutely. like the blogs isn't it how many blogs have we seen over the past that have come out and i've sent them to myself to read and, and you I, read them you don't do them. anything no, with no. them and it's and, it, and yeah. again i haven't seen as many blogs at the moment that i really want to well i i i also have seen that twitter has become very reduced yes that it seems to be that it is um a small core of hard hard users <laughs> <laughs> sounds a bit wrong um who are still there. still doing yeah. the same yeah. thing still you know it's i've got we've got notifications set up that's when some people tweet we get yeah. a notification and actually it used to be that some days my notifications would just go mad because everybody was tweeting yeah. these days it's like i'll get three or four people yeah all the time saying pretty much the same yeah. things again and again and or again either that or the algorithms have changed slightly we don't <laughs> well, know but maybe i don't know but it's it's i think it's really interesting that for whatever reason yeah. twitter has very much changed it is no longer the interactive active place that it used to yeah. be it's, it seems a much more passive format and i think that's a shame 
because one of the real benefits of any opportunity for professional learning is the discussions that happen and Twitter is no longer the platform for those discussions the other thing that I think kind of links with that is that our podcast obviously has been very very popular and we're very grateful for everyone uh, listening to it but what was interesting is we were having a discussion and uh, you were talking about one of our regular listeners. Well, I'm going to name drop here because I told her I was going to name drop because we're having a conversation. On. So Lisa, if you're listening, this is about you. Yeah, Lisa. Um, <laughs> OK, so, so you were talking about Lisa um, saying that she was still loving the podcast. Thank you, Lisa. But um, that she was a few episodes yeah. behind. Yeah. And I think that's indicative of yeah. where people are, is that it's not about a lack of interest and it's not about... Um, uh, and not wanting to still access this it's the energy to be interactive with it isn't there yeah and there's just so much else going on that it becomes this quite passive yeah. consumption well do you know what it's like when if I'd had a really busy day teaching at school a mm. really hard day I used to have a lovely drive home from school through the country lanes so mm. it's just about half an hour and it was lovely especially in the spring mm. and, but I would always make sure the radio was off so I'd have a silent ride home just so I could process the day yeah. and I think that's where we are at the moment the yeah. day is just so busy with things flying in and everyone is full I think we just want that silence well do you know what the case in point I was driving to work this morning and I um, often prepare for things in the car and I've got the book of uh, one of our next podcast yeah. guests Ethan Cross on audible that I'm listening to in the car in order to think about questions that we want to ask him and it's a really fantastic book but this morning I got into the car and I thought oh, I have to, put, yeah. I have to, I have to listen to work stuff yeah. so I put it on and I listened to it but I must admit my concentration yeah. was floating in and out it was difficult yeah I've noticed myself having to reread and redo yes things yeah a lot because I can't concentrate the first time yeah so it's it's where we see people's inner workings in terms of the way in which they're thinking about work I think thinking about work outside of work Mm. just isn't happening because people need to and it's the right thing yeah I mean I think it's sad that we are in this position but actually it's the right thing to do to not force yourself to try and be active with a um, with professional thinking mm-hmm. outside of work. You need to break. Yeah. You need to switch off. But I, I just wonder if um, Twitter will ever go back okay. to what it. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see about it. You know, maybe we'll come back in the autumn term, and things will mm. start again. I, I suspect it's probably gone forever. That yeah. kind of professional discussion. Yeah. So it's well, changed. It yeah, has changed, yeah. Isn't it? And I mean, even email. <laughs> email but you know it's it's, it's email has a, a kind of um a character all of its own that it's you know it is a form of communication but it reflects where people are and I think it is and I get quite annoyed when your emails are pinging <laughs> on your computer well, not and annoyed. mine are very quiet and I'm thinking what why why haven't I been copied in well, and... <laughs> you know, the two things oh, or vice versa yeah well the two things that I think are worth mentioning is that from our perspective emails are sporadic that one day like we were we were having a meeting on zoom today the phone went and then the email was going as well it's either all at the same time everybody emailing all at the same time or having a really really busy day yeah and then absolute silence for the other day because monday morning always used to be yeah a mad email day you can't predict it anymore and no and it's but at the moment it's been fairly quiet on a monday Mm. 
beauty by about tuesday wednesday it picks up again sorry and we used to have fridays that were bad didn't we i, I just yeah. said yeah you can't predict it yeah. and then you carry I have on predicted predicted. I'm good at but um so that's that's one thing is that it's very much fits and spurts but also what's what's i think more of an issue was we're getting more out of ours emails yeah you know, we're having a lot of emails that arrive either in the evening or at the weekend. Well, we had, we, we had, had a big bit of work, didn't we? Saturday afternoon, about four yeah. o'clock. Yeah. So because goes to from, show a, from a head teacher who's, who's who was who said, "I'm sorry, I haven't got around to this because I'm yeah. doing a lot more teaching," and therefore was using a Saturday, Saturday afternoon, afternoon yeah. to That's catch up on email, emails. That's it's not it's not yeah. not great. So there's there's lot. If you want to see it, there's lots of examples lots of practical indications of how people in education are coping not coping mm. are ready for this kind of final deadline and mm. I think currently as it stands it's not just a question of having planning in place I think people are emotionally yeah. not ready for it yeah you know we've we've done uh, you know double super marathon on top of another another marathon yeah, yeah. and we're heading for that finish line but that finish line is a little bit of a full summit yeah well not a little bit of a full I, th summit. I think it's, it's very much summit. also a case if we're going to talk about <clears throat> imagery okay it's about the little duck you know calmly gliding on the swan. surface or swan now i'm doing a little duckling calmly calmly swoon on the surface but paddling yes. like mad underneath what yes. you can't see i think that's where we are as well is internally we're all beginning to fall apart fall apart but outwardly yeah everything's fine we're, we're all yeah. we're all set yeah don't we're get on. on that no i know okay um <laughs> So there's, there's lots of things, if you want to see it, that give us an indication of where people are. But there's also something that probably people don't necessarily want to consider or don't want to think about. But unfortunately, I'm in a position You're having where a week I have, of it to, this week, I have yeah. to think about it, that there's a new COVID wave yeah. currently building, if not already here in the UK. Yeah. My husband has COVID at the moment, so our house is, is divided into two at the moment. He's you know, got his own parts of the house. I have to wear masks around the house. It's second time I've lived with someone with COVID, and I haven't caught it yet. So I'm fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Me too. Yeah, but um, that made me think about. Well, we've got another wave here yeah. now. Yeah. And they are saying it's um, that the COVID wave that we're currently seeing because it's a different um, strain mm. that we're all susceptible yeah, again, just like with flu. But of course, we've got summer holidays coming up. We've got back to school back to uni in september yeah it, is this going to be an annual cycle i think it probably is that we're going to see yeah well they uh, uh, i started searching for all these, these kinds of things online <laughs> yeah. as well looking at news reports and um the science behind it and stuff and they were also information about yeah what the autumn term might look like yeah that yes covid will uh, resurge in the autumn term but it may look very very different yeah. in that you know self-isolation might severity not be. of it isn't yeah so much so of we're issue, not talking it? about icu um, admissions in the same way as we were before but from the perspective of teachers head teachers people working in schools mm. it will still mean people off work ill yeah you know i mean my husband's currently on i think his fifth day of symptoms fourth day since his test He's still very much positive test, still very much feeling unwell, coughing, you know, he's relatively fit, you know. So it's it's thinking about people who maybe aren't or have underlying yeah. conditions that this is still, still a worry, isn't it? This is still an issue. So I think we're heading for September 2022, but we still don't know what's 
the capacity of schools yeah. is going to be like next year every september has been different has it? we've yeah. had a different feel to every september haven't we since covid started yeah and we've always been surprised when we look back and go yeah it wasn't quite what i predicted yeah exactly exactly that and i think that yes okay so that the first year was full of lockdowns and full of um, remote learning and mm. very few external assessments and all of that kind of business but and then last year was a little bit more normal but still lots of mm. issues and schools actually bore a really big part of the yeah. brunt because there was so much disruption in schools and yet the rest of the world seemed far more normal. And I think the schools will continue to really struggle mm. because every day that's lost for a learner or every day that a teacher is out of school has an impact. Yeah. And I think that whilst September 2022, that starting point, you know, the 3rd of September mm. or whenever it is that schools are back, is this kind of, finish line of the development run up mm. development will continue to happen we've got the implementation we've got other things like the shared understanding of progression still has to happen so there's new parts mm -hmm. of curriculum for wells that now it is will be mandatory we're still waiting to hear all about that well, well i mean let's let's just talk about the things that we still don't know so we mm -hmm. still don't know anything more about assessment on curriculum for Wales. I know that um, Welsh Government recently put out a film clip about one school's approach to assessment, mm -hmm. which, although interesting to watch, was not in the slightest bit a piece of professional yeah. learning for schools. It, it was thrown through PR, yeah. which is, again, an interesting inclusion on the DISC newsletter. There's, there's very much this this um, thread isn't it that we've talked about this a lot that for with curriculum for wells it's not about it Welsh government very clear in saying that we're not going to tell schools how to do it schools have to do it for themselves well then they have but, to have time to do that absolutely yeah and i i think uh one of the things if i if i was um working in the communication department in welsh government for education i would be thinking about are we really communicating? Um, are we using DUSK in the right way? Because DUSK doesn't seem to Who be- Who is it for? I was just about to say, it doesn't seem to be for teachers anymore. Mm. You know, it's the education newsletter and that, that means that parents can access it, maybe. I don't know. I mean, anyone can sign up. Which is but... where we get to the point where there's so much on there. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go back to our shit filter again, Vince's is <laughs> third, third podcast in a row. <laughs> And we're talking about, well, if we're using that as a, as a form of communication, let's make sure that what was on there yeah. is well, exactly the things that we want to know, not just a general. <laughs> yeah. So so can we can we have DISC for schools? Yes. As opposed to DISC for head teachers? Yeah. You know, because the there was a, um, they put out something. I'm just trying to think of what it was now. They put out a film. Oh, the, yeah, the... There was a film in there. There was a blog in the, the latest one that came out saying six things you didn't know about Curriculum for Wales, which felt a bit like BuzzFeed um, or Huffington Post or something. Although Huffington Post is a lot more. Anyway, um, and it, it was like, well, if if teachers don't know these six things, then I'd be really yeah, worried. worried. But the other thing, there was a film on there about one thing or uh, what things a number of schools had done to prepare for September 2022 but there was lots of discussion from parents and lots of yeah. discussion from pupils and it it felt like a PR film I mean it was a nice PR film 
but not something that teachers necessarily But wouldn't you feel see. a bit panicked now with, what, four weeks of the school term left to go? Hmm. And then you're all, all of a sudden finding out what schools are doing to prepare. I think I'm never going to be able to do any of that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Before September. Well, this is the thing. If it's a PR film for parents and for yeah. learners, then just make sure they're the only ones who see it. But if it's, if it's um, being sent to teachers and teachers don't feel ready... Yeah. And they, they then go and watch this thinking, well, it's intended, it's on my newsletter, so it must be for me. So let's go and see, is there anything I can get from it? And then go, oh, well, there's nothing I can get from it other than a feeling of everyone else is better off than I am. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's a problem. So I think the focus of what's coming out from Welsh Government is just shifting again. And it feels like there's a... Um, the, the the buzzwords I picked up from that film was that learning is more interactive. It's learners are, are more engaged with things. Learners are enjoying their learning uh, more. They're, they're, they're taking control more. It felt very much like um, a pupil focused curriculum, a pupil possibly even pupil led yeah. curriculum. There was a feel of that about it. And it's, I mean, if that's, I, I genuinely thought that Curriculum for Wales was about improving outcomes for learners and about raising standards yeah. and having yeah. a world-class education system, not just about making it fun. And we, we all know that good learning isn't always fun. No, good learning sometimes is really hard and it's not something that you enjoy, but you do it because it's the yeah. right thing and it's good for and you. And I think possibly that's why we've got burnout with teachers. If you're tasked to make things fun all the time, then help. Yeah. Yeah, it's could because you know what what we actually if you look at the principles progression what what is outlined in there is about making uh, learning work so that um, pupils are more knowledgeable, they're yeah. more competent, they're uh, more effective, they have a deeper understanding of things. But I didn't hear any of that yeah. being mentioned in this yeah. film. So I, I just wonder if it's designed as PR, then don't put it in the teacher's desk because it sends a very it's different odd message. message. It's wrong message for all people. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, there's that whole thing. But um, we've got... That was me getting an email then, by the way. So <laughs> just to let Finn know, just in case she gets jealous. Oh, yeah, you're one up. Um, so we still... The, the Welsh Government did talk about um, sharing more information about assessment. And uh, this first film clip that we talked about, that was advertising that. And saying it's going to be out towards the end of June. Well, see what's well, halfway, halfway through, through June already. Yeah, I was just looking at my watch. We're, we're nearly day. on the longest day. We are twenty first. But you know, I'm sure schools would really like that information on assessment sooner rather than yeah. later because if it comes out too late, they're going to not be in a position to do anything about it before September. Well, se September. If it comes out, if it doesn't come out before the end of term then the expectation is either a that people look at it over the summer holidays yeah no holiday or it's left until september and we know what schools are like in september yeah that your feet don't hit the ground until you yeah. know around about the 30th first of august uh, first first of october oh i can remember looking back plenty of septembers where i was still trying to work out which yeah. was my class in yeah. like three or four days yeah. of until term. in particularly in secondary until you've done at least one full cycle of a two-week timetable, yeah. if not two, yeah. then things don't settle. So, yeah. you, you know, so priorities. there's We were always told, right from 2015, curriculum and assessment are going to be designed 
concurrently. You know, we're going to see those yeah. two things um, developing at the same time throughout this whole development process. And that absolutely hasn't been the way no. things have been done. Whether that was who, who who's um, caused that to happen is really difficult to say. Mm. But I think there was a lot of focus on pedagogy, focus on, um, you know, the, the content of the curriculum. And there wasn't much focus on assessment um, at a practical level. But we've also got this idea of um, accountability that we're still waiting yeah. for news on. Well, it, I think it's quite interesting. <coughs> the, bulk, the bulk of our work at the moment, the bulk of the requests that we're getting are assessment. Yeah, progression. Progression. Yeah, they are. Because this, are. Is, this is what... Well, this is the point of the curriculum, isn't it? it it's, yeah. it's identifying, is what we're doing good enough? Yeah. Have we got the right content yeah. in the curriculum? Are we teaching in a way that um, is most appropriate for the learners to actually make progress? If not, what, and, what are we going to do And making sure it? that our curriculum is flexible enough to adapt to mm. what mm. our assessments and needs of our pupils have been identified as being. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's still a lot that schools need to do. And I think that um, the... Um, Jeremy Miles, the education minister, published the commencement mm -hmm. order for curriculum for males. Curriculum for males, good grief. Cur curriculum for females as well. Curriculum for Wales. For anybody. Yes, this week. Yeah. So what this means is that um, there are certain parts of the Curriculum for Wales and Assessment Arrangements Act of 2021 that are going to become law um, that will commence at various different times. Some bits are commencing as law now. Some bits are commencing as law uh, uh, at, the, at the beginning of September. Um, but basically what this means is that things like the shared understanding of progression, that there needs to be a shared understanding of progression leader within schools, that those professional discussions need to be happening over the next years, decades that need to be organised within schools, that all is going to be mandatory. Yeah. An expected part of schools' focus on progression assessment mm -hmm. um, is, is going to have to happen. And alongside that commencement order, um, the full list of secondary schools that will be implementing this September was published as well. Took a little bit of finding, but I found it. It's quite an interesting list, isn't it? It is quite an interesting list. I think there's a, a couple of things that um, stand out from it. A couple of things worth mentioning um, that there are pioneer schools on the list and there yeah. are also pioneer schools not That's on the list. list. Yeah. And whilst there is no, obviously, no mandatory expectation that pioneer schools have to implement, there may be very good reasons why, they're not ready to implement in September, mm. but it just begs the question, what are those reasons? Yeah. Because if they were pioneer schools, surely they've been doing they've this for time. five years yeah. plus. So if they're not in a position to start, yes, you know. Well, exactly. Those. So some of the schools on the list we've worked with in the past, not in huge amount of depth, some of them. Some of them have oh. been quite brief projects. And what's interesting is we know that there are schools on that list who most definitely aren't ready, you know, that are on the list as being ready. So that's also 
interesting is you know we may well be very nearly at September 2022 mm. but whether we're actually ready or not is yeah. quite a and um, when we're talking about ready for September 2022 we're not talking about a completely organized mm. completed curriculum with all the assessment arrangements in place we're just talking about a workable model that actually is in line with curriculum mm. for Wales that is ready to go and everybody is going to be in a position to fulfill the expectations of curriculum yeah. for Wales we don't we don't mean completely finished but if it's very little in difference between the old curriculum and the new curriculum yeah. that doesn't strike it'd be us as really see, ready it'd be interesting to see as well as how for those secondaries that are are going to, to step ahead now in September how they are making that link with their primary clusters yeah and looking at what COVID has happened, what mm. COVID has done to the cohort that they're coming up in year seven and how their curriculum is developed around the perceived gaps or needs yep. that those pupils might have. Well, already this September, there will be year six pupils who have had a year of curriculum for Wales already mm. because there will there are some schools who've already been... Yeah, yeah using curriculum so how is you know if you've got a, a secondary school with six different feeder primaries and two have been, have, um, been having, yeah. have been having curriculum for wells and four haven't what are the That's key differences yeah mm-hmm. and and how are you and you know you as yeah. a secondary school again yeah. aren't going to implement it there's there's going to be quite this period of transition mm-hmm. um for several years where uh, there's going to be a, a different level of readiness yeah. at different schools i think the the other interesting bit of analysis you can pull out from this as well is the if you look across Wales mm. the proportion of schools and, and I know majority of schools are clustered down here in the in the south mm. uh, Wales valleys yeah the you know CSC EAS region I've got more I've got more schools. proportion um, but strong. if you look at the LAs and the number of where they are in the regions of how mm. many schools are not Ready. running ahead in September that's quite an interesting split yeah, it is. I mean, there are three local authorities across Wales where none of the schools, mm. none of the secondary schools are implementing for September. And they're all up in North Wales. Yeah. And then you've got um, you've got there are 10 local authorities where the uh, proportion of schools that will be implementing this September are less than 50 percent. And five of those 10 are in North Wales. Yeah. Four of them are in the old Erie region. Yeah. And only one is in CSC. Yeah. So EF, EAS, all of their local authorities are above 50%. Yeah. Some of them in EAS, it's all of the yeah. schools. So it, it's it's just an interesting demographic in that we do have a divide between North and South. Yeah. The North are taking their time a little bit longer. I mean, it may be a strategy up in, in it North might Wales. Be. But it might, might be also, a different way. It might also be the, the, the fact that I, I know odd schools up in North mm-hmm. Wales are that much further apart yeah so it might be geographically a much difficult process to get everyone together well this is this is the point of data analysis isn't it 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 gives you an opportunity to ask these questions Mm. as opposed to come up with an answer it could be a different regional approach to implementation as a region we've uh, as an authority we've decided yes you don't have to we're going to encourage you not to in order to give yourself extra time or it could be that the professional learning hasn't been in place as effectively yeah. as elsewhere, or it could be that the individual schools have actually campaigned or lobbied their region to say, we really aren't ready, we don't want to, you need to support us in this. There's all kinds of reasons why it might be that way. 
But I think what's really interesting is the process of development for September 2022. I think over the last five years, we've all been working to this point. And when we were talking about during COVID saying, should we delay this moment? Um, one of the rationales for not delaying it, it was the lack of momentum that that would create. Mm-hmm. That if you put it off for everybody for a year, two years, or a, you know, a more uh, a rolling program, that the momentum would be lost. But I'm not sure that we had any momentum to gain. Yeah. I know that people have been focused on it, but has that really changed what they've been doing? But it, 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 we should be more focused on the quality. Yes. Rather than the fact that everyone is at that but at that point, it's the quality of what's been delivered, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, just, just throwing out here quite a revolutionary idea, but it may be an idea that kind of raises a, 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 a thought process. What is wrong with saying to schools, you choose? Mm. You choose when you're ready. You tell us when, when you're, you're ready. ready. Because that's about trust with the school, isn't it? Because by saying, no, you have to do it. No, it's, this is, this is a time you have to do it because if we say you can have an extra year, you'll just, you won't do it. Mm. You'll, 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 you'll drag your heels and we know that we, you know, you can't be trusted. Because we know we've got, we've got schools that have got other pressures. Yeah. You know, you might have your head teachers decided to go elsewhere and you've got no senior leadership you might be an essay category mm. you might have a huge staff change so you just it might be a brand to, new school it might be a brand new school so every school is different and the context is different and just like when we do with teaching we don't necessarily subsidiarity get our pupils to begin yeah i mean if, if we were really serious about trusting the profession to make the right choices mm. about teaching and learning that were most appropriate for their pupils, we would be saying to teachers, you tell us when when you're you're ready. ready. Because that's that's the kind of, teaching is a vocation. It's not something Mm. you do with a kind of, I won't do that, don't feel like that, it's a bit hard. It's not a job because you you believe in it. You know, and, and Welsh Government keep on saying, and whenever this question is asked, they keep, there is, still this very much focus on we really believe curriculum for Wales is the right choice and we really do it is do believe that it is a really fantastic opportunity and yet we're in this position heading towards this kind of inexorable finish line that is a little bit of a full summit and we're going to get some kind of I think quite weird and wonderful responses yeah. to the timeline the kind of calendar that we've been given for this because it's just we'll get there we'll just get there i think autumn term is going to be an interesting time yeah yeah and and i mean we we've been talking about this haven't we um across the table talking about well what should we do for september what is it the school's going to need and actually we've decided that we're not going to put anything out before you know we're not going to make a decision about well this is what schools will want or this is what they need because actually we need to wait and see yeah because i think this is it feels like I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we should be offering things that are an know, assumption. Are an assumption. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, we've we've got uh, an unknown quantity in terms of assessment, an unknown quantity mm. in terms of accountability. We also have the impact of uh, another wave or waves of COVID nineteen. We've got the um, possibility of 
um, you know, well, not the possibility, the definite um, qualifications. Wales mm. are going to come in at some point. There's so many different variables. It's impossible to see where we're going beyond September yeah. 2022. Let's just bide our time, wait and see, and carry on doing okay. what we've been doing. And, you know, we've got lots coming up still before the end of term. We have. I our competition. Our, our competition. competition. Yeah, it's our birthday. If you haven't listened before, it's our it's our seventh birthday yes. coming up in July. So we've got a competition. If you take a photo of yourselves, um, listen to our podcast. Yes. Wherever or you just are, wherever you wherever are, you, you don't are. have to have you in it no, as well. Please send it to join the ones that we've already received. So thank yes. you for those who yes. have sent them in. We are also talking about extending our advisory board. So if anybody yes. would be interested in uh participating in our in our just to tell board. you a little bit about what our advisory board does it's it's a way for us to stay uh, as connected as possible with what's happening in classrooms what's happening in schools and it gives us that sense check it gives us that understanding of what the needs the challenges the expectations of schools are and it is a fantastic opportunity for us to talk to teachers on the ground head teachers yeah. senior leaders not just yeah in schools but elsewhere as well yeah. people working in education more widely but it also gives the people on our advisory board and I know when we were doing it in person it, it was really awesome for them as well to come together with a, a really diverse set of colleagues mm. and talk about all kinds of things and of course you all get access to um, yeah. ultimate membership on impact plus because I know our advisory board yeah. members really value but also that it doesn't necessarily mean to be that you need to be living near us no nope. in these day and age of remote yeah meetings we can well, do we remote. even we have do um, a couple of new members from scotland we do which is fantastic which is is really great yeah. because we're doing a lot more work up in scotland with curriculum for excellence as well yeah so there's that and we've got um we're still waiting for we've got a curriculum writing contracts for abu dhabi that we're still uh, waiting for that's yeah. been held up a little bit We've got, um, there is an event, a free event, which we're not actually organising at all, but we said we'd mentioned the Connecting with a Purpose event, which is by teachers for teachers, which looks like a really interesting... It's Willows, isn't it? Willows High, Willows High School, that's online. So if you just Google, the, well, not Google, if you search on it's Twitter... It's a face-to-face meeting. It is, but it's you can book your ticket online. Yeah, yeah. so if you, if you just search on Twitter for the hashtag Connecting with a Purpose... You or find out on that. our feed because yeah. we've we've retweeted it, and there are two and a half weeks left until is schools that... are out from when this is going to be. Oh, published. I was going to say, I was looking at you there, thinking, <laughs> "Hang on a minute." Yeah, it's three and a half weeks. Don't frighten it's me. Two like and a half weeks for everybody else. Don't frighten oh, me like yeah. that. <laughs> it's a bit of time travel for us. So um, that's it for today. Quite a ramble, but yeah, yeah. Are we ready? Probably not. Ooh, not it, quite. We've yet. also forgotten to mention what's that there? Our book. Our book. How did you forget that? Our book. With Bruce. Oh, yes. Sorry. <laughs> yes. You are well, tired, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're in the middle of um, illustrating a book by Bruce Robertson, all about powering up your pedagogy. Yeah. And we are hoping that that's going to come it's out. It's book three of his, of his trilogy, isn't yeah. it? We're hoping that's going to come out sometime in the sort of summer, early yeah. autumn. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So Exciting. looking forward to Look that, out for that one. Yeah, it's okay. brilliant. So we will we will speak to you again next time. Take care. Bye now. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. You can find us online at www.impact.wales. You can also follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Impact Wales. 
on Facebook and Instagram, search for Impact Wales, and on LinkedIn, search for Impact School Improvement. <laughs>